1: Yo, party people! It's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles Where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is brought to you by my book How to Extra X, Your Ex, a guide to getting past unhealthy relationships, as well as my other book Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story kinda. You can pick these books up at Amazon, Barnes and Noble website, books on Google Play, as well as Apple Books and Audible if you like to listen. Let's get. Sorry, y'all. My dog, um, he's old. So sometimes he just be coughing and doing his thing. Today, he's coughing more than usual. That's the sound you hear. And he's doing it again. I would edit this out, but it's pointless because he's just going to keep doing it. And I don't know when. So y'all just got to hear life happening around here, right? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he is a Shih Tzu. He is 12. He's, he's still kicking, still thriving and living. That's all I, I care about. I'm grateful. Anyway, um, (laughs) so today's episode is about disappointments, consistent disappointments, and overcoming loneliness after said disappointments. Before I touch on that, I wanted to get into the NLE Choppa and Marissa situation. So I had no idea who these sweeties were because I'm older now. So I'm getting out of touch with the younger people's music. He's 19. So of course I wouldn't know who this is. My favorite rapper is J. Cole. You know, I'm a fan of the Drakes, the people who've been out for a while, the Futures. Um, I don't like him as a person really, um, but I do enjoy him as an artist. I can't say I don't like that man as a person. I don't know that man. I don't like what how he treats women in the media, I'll say that, Um, and just in his personal lives. But anyway, the point is, I didn't know these babies. So I just kept seeing them come up on my timeline as in regards to relationships. And so I saw that NLE Choppa actually did like this um 39-minute video about how he was clearing the air and telling his side of the story. And I was very shocked by how mature he was and how emotionally intelligent he was able to... Basically, explain his emotions, explain why he did what he did. He really articulated his experience, the why, the root, and all of that very well. And I was just like, I don't know this, baby, but yes, sir. Like, I don't know what you've done in your past. I don't know if I should be supporting you. I don't know. I don't know about your past situations, but in the current now, if this is the new you, I like this you. I enjoyed what you did. I feel like more people should be able to articulate themselves and tell you the why behind. So if you haven't watched, you can go to his um, YouTube channel and he put it on there. But basically he was saying um, that he, what was I trying to say? Basically he was saying that he um, was in a relationship with the young lady, Marissa. Well, I can't say young lady cause she's older than him. He's 19, she's 26 or 27. She did this video about her like crying and about how this was the best relationship she ever had and she's so sad that she had to um their relationship was over and she just had this breakdown. And I don't really know what else she said. I only seen like a a small clip of hers, but his he just went into how they were dating. He's only 19. He's like I'm mature for my age, which it sounds like he is, but he's like I'm not mature in all areas. And that's that's a good um, that's a good. What what word am I looking for? Realization as well. Like to say I'm maturing a lot of things, but I'm not maturing everything. So he was saying he's not. He's maturing a lot of things, and they started as friends, and they were both trying to heal from things, but they both found each other in their healing, and it just it's always easier to quote unquote heal when you meet someone and y'all trauma bond because it seems like oh, we can heal together. But really, y'all just get distracted from y'all healing. Like he said, he was like, I feel like when we met each other, we got distracted from our healing. And he was like, I was more healed than her. And I could have taken advantage of her because I know game. But I'm like, she don't need nobody to lie to her. She needs somebody to love her. And he really said this, y'all should really go watch this because this young man was preaching some stuff. And I was proud of him and his 19-year-old self because I'm like, man, it's 29-year-old females and males who can't articulate themselves like that it's 39 year old 49 year old 69 year old people who can't articulate their feelings and come to these revelations and he just did it so well but long story short he was saying that he told her listen I'm 19 I'm not about to have sex with just you for the rest of my life I ain't gonna be able to do it and if you expecting that you're not gonna get it so understand that although we like each other I can't see myself giving you monogamy and I know that you want monogamy in marriage, but I don't even know if I want marriage with one person. I want multiple people. So she accepted it, even though she knew one deep down, she wanted a monogamous relationship Two deep down. She wanted marriage with just one person. So basically she didn't compromise. She accommodated. It's a difference. I've been reading, um, Kev on stage his new book called Marriage Be Hard. And I know I'm single, but I like reading books about marriages so I can just be prepared. And in their chapter, Communication Be Hard, they explain the difference between compromise and accommodation. And I think we really have to understand that compromise is when two parties sacrifice something accommodation is when only one party sacrifices something so the only one party is salty but he said a good way to think about it is compromise is when both parties are salty but y'all reach a common agreement so compromise looks like coming in the middle accommodation looks like you're going either all the way over here because this person said this or all the way over here because this person said that so she accommodated him because she wanted him but i just want to warn ladies like listen You have to stand on the grounds that will make you happy. Not on who will make you happy, but the things that will make you happy. Because the thing is, it's several different individuals that can make you happy, but only certain scenarios can make you happy. If you want monogamy, if you want marriage, if someone is telling you, I can't give you that, you're going to end up unhappy because you're going to resent them. You're going to be trying to change them, change their mind. When honestly, if you just stick to what you want, someone else can come along and make you happy. That's not the last person in the world. Like stick to your guns. You're going to end up unhappy. You're going to end up miserable. You're going to hurt yourself because you're going to hold on to that person long enough up until you realize I can't hold on anymore and you're still going to end up hurt. So it's easier to just deal with the pain of not having them up front because it's a shorter time. So your heart really hasn't gone in it versus really investing and giving yourself to this person, seeing how a relationship with them could be, embracing the small bits of happiness along the way and accepting that and Falling into this relationship, thinking it is going to be something that you can maybe change them and eventually one day realizing like, dang, I really wasted all of this time, all of this energy, all this effort, all of these emotions. So again, y'all, that's my dog for anyone who just tuned in. I'm sorry. He, he's old. Anyway. So yeah, it's just easier to say no in the beginning than try to hold out onto something or settle for something. And you know, settling just gets overused, but it's really important not to settle for things that you don't want because if you settle for a relationship that's polygamous when you know that you want monogamy you're going to end up unhappy you are if you settle for saying okay i'm not going to get married even though i really really want marriage and i really really want to be with someone forever and walk down the aisle and make this commitment before god but that person tells you no you're going to end up unhappy so just learn from that. And I respect him because he broke up with her because he's like, I realized that this is what she wanted. And she said that she was okay with the polygamy and me cheating on her and all that, as long as I come back home. But she wasn't, I could tell. And I just didn't want to put myself in there. Cause he said I, he didn't feel at peace. So I respect people that could be like, you know what? I know you said one thing but I can feel that you don't mean that. So let me go ahead and just exit stage left. So I really respect that young man and his honesty because it be it be like that and you have to make tough decisions sometimes to guard other people's heart. Like it's it's literally times when you have to guard other people's heart because you know you're not capable of giving them what they need and that's more of a selfless act than staying in it just because they want you but you know that they're secretly dying on the inside. So yeah, I wanted to touch on that because that was just a very interesting situation. But I thought it was like really dope how he came out and was just so mature about it. Anyway, so on to me. Um, when listen, ladies, um, if you're single, I, I get it. Y'all disappointed. <laughs> I know y'all disappointed, because it's a lot it's a lot going on in the atmosphere right now. It's a lot of tension between men and women, especially black women and black um men. And a lot of the times you're going to go through a lot of consistent disappointments. And that's going to leave you feeling lonely because you're going to feel like you're helpless and you're hopeless because you're trying everything that everyone's telling you, but it seems like it's not working. If that's you, keep listening. I feel you. I understand. Um I'm not I'm not the person, I'm not the podcaster, I'm not the blogger, I'm not the coach that's going to tell you do this and you'll get a man because I can't tell you that because I'm not God. I don't run this world. I didn't create this world. I didn't create the times. I don't know because I know some folks who are gorgeous, beautiful. They are good people. They have great hearts. They put themselves out there. They, um, they're they just wonderful people. They choose Properly, they stay, you know, they date intentionally, all of this stuff, and they're still single. They still feel lonely, all of that. So, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you how to overcome moments when you feel disappointed, how to overcome moments when you feel like you're so lonely that you just want to be like, F all of this, I'm just about to go and be a city girl. Or I'm just about to go and have sex with that ex who gives me attention for this instant gratification. Or I'm about to just give anyone the attention because I'll need the instant gratification to overcome the loneliness. But that honestly just sets you up for failure because you know that's temporary. And it's going to put you back here at at square disappointment, right? So let me help you out a little bit. So I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about what happened to me last week. Last week was awful. It was absolutely sweaty butt cheeks. It was really bad for me. And I, (laughs) I, yesterday, I literally laughed last night because I'm like, this week was absolutely horrible. Like I had to laugh not to slip my wrist. And (laughs) it was really bad. And so I just had a plethora of disappointments. So like this year I've dated more than I have in a long time. Like just really put myself out there. Cause this year I was like, okay, I'm going to date and put myself out there again and try to just really go with the process and not be a hermit and not, you know, just sit back and let life happen, I guess. So I've dated and it's just been disappointment after disappointment, after disappointment, after disappointment. (laughs) And, um, this past, uh, last week, I was already feeling lonely because y'all, let me tell y'all something. I know this podcast is about to help some people and it's about to be busting because every noise, every noisy thing that can interrupt this podcast is, happen- is happening. My dog wants to cough every two minutes. Now people outside, the landscaping folks, and they want to make all the noise. This about to help some people. All right, I'm gonna keep going because I, the, listen, the enemy mad. I, I guess he. This body helps some folks. Anyway, so I was already feeling lonely, and so I listened to. uh I try to listen to more positive podcasts, not complaining about how being sucked. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. I I I know that side. I need to hear the positive side. I need to hear the people talking about the success stories that they're having. But I was, I i told y'all the past two podcasts that I've been listening to Spicy Maria and she was just talking about putting yourself out there. So I decided to hit up one of my, um, Facebook dupe like crushes because he, we had been back and forth via like, um, stories where he responded to my stories. I responded to his, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, maybe I'll just ask him like, if he wants to hang out sometimes. Cause I know right now men ain't really approaching. So let me try something different. So I hit him up and I was like, Hey, um, are you single? and he's like yeah and I said oh okay do you want to hang out sometimes so immediately his first question was aren't you abstinent now if y'all heard my dating dating while celibate be hard (laughs) y'all would have heard the story about how I just went through this situation where this guy found out I was celibate within 24 hours of meeting him on a dating app and
0: Ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go
1: Cause he ended up hanging up on me. He was trying to basically down me and make me feel like I'm like, it's a flaw that I'm celibate. And I get in a sexual society, it is because if that's like your main thing on your agenda, then of course you would look at it as a flaw. So as soon as he asked me that, I immediately got PTSD and was like, you know what? I'm not about to do this today. I just responded. Listen, say less. Forget I asked, and I blocked him. Maybe that was going too far, but I just didn't feel like getting into the conversation. The answer is no. I don't need. To, I don't need all the rah rah. You could have just said no, thank you. <laughs> I didn't need all of that. So I was just like, okay, cool. And now, when you are celibate, beginning when you've been celibate for a while, you will come across those individuals who don't want to date you because of that. And you're okay with it. But when you get hit back to back and it makes you feel like you are flawed because of this thing, it starts to wear at your confidence. So you really have to like regroup. So that was one disappointment. Second thing. So I'm minding my business in my home. And um, I hear a whole bunch of Spanish speaking and I look outside of there's three guys all of them look black but they all speak Spanish so I don't know what's going on so one of them is the maintenance guys and I didn't even know he spoke Spanish and so I started talking to him. I was like I didn't know you spoke Spanish he was like oh yeah I'm Dominican and Puerto-, Puerto Rican and I was like oh I didn't know that so in the midst of that there was this guy who was out there he was a plumber and he was fine he was very very attractive and I had seen him before now when y'all think plumber y'all typically think like big fat dude with the uh, crack hanging out Um, and they dirty. No, not this plumber. This plumber is fully dressed, very attractive, tall, dark, and handsome. He is fine. He looks very clean. I'm like, why you got on a full outfit doing plumbing? I don't know, but you fine. So he's in the midst of the Spanish speaking. So they had to turn water off in my building. So he came and knocked on my door. And he's like, Oh, I just want you to know we gotta turn water off. I don't know if they emailed you, I just want to let you know. I'm like, all right, cool. So then he compliments me. He was like, Oh, I like your eyebrows. Now, he is very, very Dominican. Like, his English is Spanish-level Dominican, y'all. <laughs> like, he he got a very strong accent. And so I was just shook. So I was like, oh, wow, I thought he was black. So fast forward. Um, sorry, I know in the recording I just, like, sniffed my the allergies. It's just too much. Anyway, <laughs> so fast forward, like, two hours later. He comes back up and he's like, the water is on. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I heard it. No plumber has ever came back and told me the water was on. So I'm like, he probably feeling the kid. So then he asked, like, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, no. So we started talking and he seemed nice. And he was just talking about how he enjoys his job and how, like, he's he's glad God woke him up this morning. And I was like, oh, he's a Christian and whatever. So I'm just like, okay, cool. So he eventually, he asked me for my number. And I'm like, all right, cool. So this was a Wednesday. So on Thursday, he came back. He had to do some more work in the building. So he's like, oh, you know, when you come from the gym, can you just come say hey? And I said, yeah, that's cool. So then I came from the gym. And then we sat, we stood outside talking for like 15 minutes. And then he's like, do you want to go out tomorrow? And I said, yeah, sure. So I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I got a little datey date. Long story short, this man stands me up. So wake up on Friday. I'm like, have you chosen a place? Do you know what time? And he's like, seven o'clock will work. And I say, okay, this restaurant or this restaurant, because he was asking me where. And so this was nine a.m. Didn't hear from him. <laughs> Did not hear from him um, at all. So if you saying seven, and I didn't clear my evening um, at five, I text question mark because I'm like, okay, let me see what's going on. So he says I'm so sorry baby um I'm still working what that mean to me <laughs> like is that a no you could have said something that won like what's going on so I said so no date this is five o'clock it's like five ten. I don't hear nothing until 7 p.m at that point at, at 5 30 I was like okay I'm not going I just started like like, I'm just chilling the house, whatever. So at 7 p.m., he texts me a picture of him driving home. Like, I'm I'm just now heading home. <sighs> <laughs> so I um text back. I was like, you you could have I said, let me leave with positivity. I said I was excited about our date, but um you could have told me earlier that you weren't able to make it because I knew I know he knew before five o'clock that he was he wasn't gonna be able to make it and you know i'm disappointed and you know just for future just let me know because i get life happens i just would like to know i ain't heard from that man since um i now think he's married because now that i think about it we exchanged numbers on wednesday on wednesday thursday and friday after like 8 p.m he would stop texting me and wouldn't text me until the next day, so I'm thinking like you're going home to your wife <laughs> like that's me that's that's my reasoning, so yeah, um, so that was disappointment number two of the week, and the last disappointment was, and this was just like the weirdest thing ever. I literally wake up on Saturday morning to a random penis picture from someone I have no idea who it is. now mind you, i even when I was having sex, I did not like penis pictures ever. There's nothing attractive about a penis to me. So I was just like baffled because there was no thread. It was a blue text. So I knew it was an iPhone. There was no thread. It literally was just a text that said, girl, I was in the shower and two pain pictures. So immediately I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, I deleted it and I blocked whoever it was. So that's disappointment number three. So guys, negative three. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in my book. So I was just so annoyed with men and just disappointed. And then I was already feeling lonely because, you know, like this year, although I've had a lot of dating experience, like nothing has worked out. So just having a disappointment can leave you feeling hopeless, can leave you feeling like, dang, like it's never going to happen. Let me just go and forget it and just say F all of this and I'm tired and let me have this negative outlook. But I didn't want to have a negative outlook. No. (laughs) Like, I I don't want that. I've done that before. That don't get me nowhere. I want to continue to be positive. I want to continue to hope. So, how do you overcome these constant disappointments? Now, I'm going to tell you what I do. Thing number one, feel your feelings. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I done cried a few times this weekend. A few times. When I say a few, I mean five to seven. (laughs) Like, Continuous crying just because you're tired, you're exhausted emotionally, mentally. You're just like, I'm doing everything I can do. Like, can I catch a break? Feel your feelings. Don't let nobody mess you up or make you feel like you weak. For feeling. Feel your feelings. Cry, scream. Yeah, I screamed into a pillow. Feel your feelings. Okay, feel your feelings. Number two. Do. The things that make you happy. If going to take a walk make you happy, go do that. If drinking coffee make you happy, go do that. If Benji make you happy, go do that. If having a drink make you happy, go do do that. I'm not telling you to do it in excess, but I'm telling you to do that, to break up the feeling of discouragement and hopelessness because you, you, you need to reignite some form of happiness in you in order to get out of this funk. So do what makes you happy. Another thing, and this goes for loneliness too. Um, When I was reading my book, Attached, as well as in therapy, my therapist pointed out, she was like, you value male interactions more than you do with interactions with your family and your friends. She was saying, Oh Jesus, that dip burp just came out of nowhere. Lord! (laughs) All of these interruptions, Jesus, this is going to help somebody. Anyway, so she said that you value male interactions more than you do your friends and your family. And unfortunately she was right at the time I did. I Hanging out with a guy was more important to me because I wanted a relationship so bad at the time. So when I was, would hang out with my friends and my family, I would have fun, but I wasn't valuing those you know, situations. So nowadays when I'm feeling in the funk, To remind myself that I'm not alone, I go hang out at my mom's house. And I have a good time. I sit in that moment. I'm not thinking about no guys or nothing. I go hang out with my friends. Like that Friday night when I got stood up, my best friend hit me up and was like, let's go for tacos. I went for tacos. Like yesterday. I've been out this whole weekend. Now, inside I was dying. (laughs) Because I'm just tired and exhausted with the process of waiting you know, for a relationship, but I still got out. I still, you know, reminded myself that I have people around me who love me. So I won't go into that dark place of like, oh, what was me? What was me? Right. So remind yourself that you have valuable connections. You have valuable people around you who love you. Keep hope alive. The other thing, do not fall victim or trap And to listening to these negative podcasts, these negative opinions, these negative reassuring things. Because listen, anything we think can be reassured. Anything. That's what Google thrives off of. Racist people, their algorithms, feed them racism. Feed them reasons to be racist. Because anything we want or think can be reassured. Snap out of it. Stop doing that. If you are lonely, don't listen to podcasts of other lonely women on how everything sucks, life sucks, and this is a pity party. No. If you're going to listen to something, listen to something about the positive parts. Listen to people who, this is how I overcame lonely. Or, yeah, I'm lonely, but I'm still happy about this part of my life. I'm still, you know, happy about this, that, and the other. Stop feeding it to the negativity. Stop reassuring your negative aspects of your life and your thinking. Stop doing that. Stop listening to podcasts, TikToks on how we hate men. I get it. They stupid, but we need some positivity. Read the books on marriage. Read the books on the positive outcomes of dating and relationships. Read those things. Watch those things. Another thing, watch stuff that makes you happy and make you laugh. Stop watching these rom-coms that's going to make you cry at the end. Start watching Friday. Watch you something in line between love and hate because it's funny. Watch you some, I don't know what you like. Watch you some stuff that make you laugh. Stop with all the negativity, okay? Watch light stuff. Stop watching that heavy stuff. It's just adding to your sorrow. Stop it. (laughs) I need you to stop, okay? Another thing, focus on something else. Focus on something other than the thing that's making you lonely. Focus on a goal, a hobby. Go learn how to skate so you can be out here with us. Like do something out of the normal, out of the ordinary. You got to shake yourself out of it because when I tell you to feel your feelings, I'm telling you to feel them in the moment, but don't stay there. I'm not telling you how long, but I'm saying don't make it a, don't make it a place, make it a moment, like have your moment, but move on. Don't continue to just feed that negativity because yes, let me tell you something. I told y'all I done cried. Cause I'm tired, but I'm not about to stay there. Like I woke up, I'm still recording a podcast. I'm still writing my blogs. I'm still doing all the stuff because I'm not going to allow this stuff to make me not hope, to make me not smile, to make me just sit there and be depressed. I done been through depression. I'm not going back there. We're not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, uh-uh. it just is what it is. And some days you're going to wake up and you're going to feel numb. Like I don't want to do nothing. Okay, that's fine. Feel that, but keep moving, shake it up. I didn't work out today because I didn't feel like it, but I'm gonna go tomorrow. <laughs> like, get out of the ordinary. But I'm just here to reassure you that we will get disappointment. Disappointed, unfortunately, we will feel lonely, unfortunately, but we just have to overcome, go through those moments. You know, suffering don't last always. Sadness don't last always. They say weeping in the Bible. It says weeping and do it for a night joy come in the morning. Even if you don't feel it yet, your morning just hasn't come yet. So just stay positive. Keep fighting for it. Keep thinking positive. Keep thinking it's possible for happiness to happen for you because it can all change in a moment. Just don't stay there. So as y'all can hear, they're uh, just getting louder and louder outside of my window. (laughs) I know this is going to help somebody because ain't no way this ain't that I ain't never had this many distractions of noise this is crazy but yeah see y'all next week I hope ain't no hope I know this gonna help somebody share like comment all of that all right y'all bye
0: Ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition in the U.S. more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime